This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Just in case you needed any more evidence that we're living in funny old topsy-turvy land, the government, the conservative government, is re-nationalizing a railway. Not today, thank you, with Jake Yap. Very good morning to you. Did you see uh, the European Parliament yesterday? I'm going to talk about it more tomorrow, uh, because I can't really fully handle it right now. Uh, We've also got some analysis of the cuts to BBC News with Amal Rajan coming up for you. But first of all, uh, do let's talk about Northern Rail. Now, I did have a, a sort of concept for a sketch where it would be like two people in a pub and uh, one person would be saying, oh, I pay this guy to run a cab and he gives me money all the time and it's brilliant. Oh, his cab's broken down. Uh, sorry, have you got any money? I need to get the, the car fixed. And then there's the other guy saying, but you're the, you're making all the money out. You should be... No, no. And it didn't... It just didn't really work. And it, it just wasn't worth it. And there's too many statistics I'd like to thumb into this piece uh, to really make it work as a, a sketch. Let's crunch some numbers, guys. Okay. So, uh, this country pays 7.1 billion quid in subsidies to rail travel. So so this all these people stomping around in shiny suits talking about oh the efficiencies there the private sector blah blah blah. No 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 no. We still pay 7 billion quid. All right, now you can take out if you want the 2.6 billion quid that we spent last year on HS2. As far as, are we even digging anything? like we haven't put any of the ballast down fine. So even if you take that, that's still, you know, four point... uh, I'm no maths whiz, okay? Uh, Anyway, that's fine. There's no money. I get it. Maybe that's the deal. It's just that uh, train operators uh, also received £417 million net from the government. So there was no profit coming back from any of these brilliantly efficient private companies. We still subsidised them by 417 million quid. In fact, when it comes to Northern Rail, we paid 29.5p per passenger kilometre. Now, I get it with the geography and stuff. You might need to subsidise a a railway line like that. Fine. Um, It's just that uh, the managing director of Northern Rail guy called David Brown, that's at Rickard62 on Twitter, if you want to ask for your money back, because we paid him, well, he paid himself £1.3 million pounds for, 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 can we have that money back? Because by even the, gov- the, the Tory government's metrics, you failed. 
By the way, don't expect much out of his Twitter page other than endless retweets. Achiever, dreamer, visionary, harvester of public money, retweeter. So there's no, you know, that's the thing. I get it. You know, with Northern Rail, for whatever reason, uh, it it doesn't work. There's no money to be, okay. Uh, Just to also let you know uh, that Northern Rail is owned by Arriva, who siphoned 92 million pounds of our money to its parent company, Deutsche Bahn, last year. I love all the leave us all the brexiteers foaming at the mouth talking about taking back control (laughs) and yet post brexit 92 million pounds of our money will be going overseas to private shareholders (laughs) okay really great so uh well done everyone well done to the and and and, you know i'm i don't mind the idea of capitalism Actually, I, 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 I'll grip my teeth and I'll accept capitalism. We've got to have capitalism. You can't have this kind of only when it's fair weather capitalism where, you know, oh, there's money to be made out of this. I think I think we should have it. I think we should privatise it. And uh, I'd like to have that, please. Oh, it's not working. I'm losing money. Mummy, <laughs> I can't win the game. Can you do it? That's not capitalism. That's just really bad overindulgent parenting. Come on, people in shiny suits stomping around in Westminster. Surely you can do better than that. Thinking about capitalism, I I feel like we're taught the principles of capitalism at a very early age. I was playing Snakes and Ladders with my little boy yesterday, and uh, I was playing with his grandma, and she said, uh, oh, surely if you roll a six, you get another go, don't you? I thought, well, I think that's, I think that's a little outmoded. I mean, that's so capitalistic. Winners keep winning, guys. Yeah, I rolled the highest number you can have. That means I've won this round, but I think I'll have another go. Surely if you roll a one, you should get another go. Anyway, with some analysis of the news, of the cuts to the BBC, let's move things over to Amal Rajan with the media show. Amal. Back once again with the renegade master, D4 damager, power to the people. Anyway, here I am once again with some analysis of the media for you. Got some analysis? It's what we do. We're not afraid. Now then, BBC News. What's going on? BBC News is going to close 450 posts as part of an £80 million savings drive. To put that in perspective, that's over 16 2003 Audi Le Mans concept cars. The most expensive Audi ever made in pure white. It's making my head spin. What's happening? What's going on? Just a thought. Nobody expects flagship shows like Strictly to run all year round. Why should the news? Maybe save some cash by having a series of the news. Imagine how excited we'd be to see some news come September when the nights start drawing in. I swear, I should run this place. Maybe I'll go for Tony Hall's job. Also, they're cutting those long films they show on Newsnight, and in my opinion, quite right too. Let's be honest, we only tune in to see if someone in the studio's gonna have a ding-dong. Sure, considered pieces are fun, but I think... My idea for news blaps should have come to fruition. That's a five-second hit of the news in the middle of EastEnders. We did pilot it, actually. Get out. Get out. 
And don't ever come back to Wolford again. News Black. It's just you going to hit coronavirus spreading you already already. You send them into the edition announced for 2020. News Black. Oh, don't worry. I won't. That was a very good idea of mine, I must say. But sadly, they did not pick up on it. Can BBC News survive all these cuts? Of course it can. Newspapers cost, what, 20p? Just read them out. Why is everyone doing the same news? Anyway, that's it for me. I'll be back with more top media analysis and Audi news at the same time. Next week, I'm off to get a goo pop. Cheers. I'm all Roger Media. Show. Word. Uh... I would be really curious to know from you uh, if if you, one shouldn't presume, but if, if there were any bits that you particularly like from the podcast that you can remember, uh, it's the British Podcast Awards, and um, I, I think I might, I might, I might attempt an entry, uh, and obviously it'd be great to know if, if you're a bit, because I can't gauge any of it. I mean, if I did it, it would just be back-to-back Amorajan all the way. <laughs> I feel like I just want to make an entire podcast that's Amorajanary. Anyway, uh, if you could let me know, that'd be brilliant. It's at Not Today Pod on Twitter, or you can email Not Today at Swanburst.com. Uh, some stuff that's been sort of floating around Diggory on Twitter said Hi, Jake. Uh, since you mentioned the crunchy sound that lorries make when reversing. <laughs> Yeah, that. Uh, if any, it just sounds like a broken speaker. I understand the white noise and it's directional and blah, 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 but it just sounds like a broken speaker. I can't bear it. Anyway, uh, uh, Diggory says, if any of your listeners could point me in the direction of the person who decided that some lorries should announce, Caution, this vehicle is turning left. I'd be very grateful, as I have a pair of tent pegs I'd like to introduce to their eyes. <laughs> Why? Lots of love from someone who lives on the corner of a crossroads. Oh, wow. Yeah, my parents uh, live on a big junction in uh, London, and it's like a big arterial route to a hospital. And so it's not that you get approaching sirens. I could. That's OK. It's the fact that they just turn them on when they get to the junction. So it's like someone letting off an air horn next to your ear while you're trying to sleep. Uh, anyway, hey, we're up on Player FM, by the way. Thanks, Player FM, for sorting that out. Uh, we were asking, what's the what, what what has been your biggest achievement in 24 or 48 hours or whatever? Uh, China managed to build a 1,000-bed hospital for the coronavirus in 48 hours, which is pretty amazing. It's kind of like uh, Extreme Makeover Home Edition, isn't it? Only with less crying, I suspect, and conceivably more deaths. I don't know. Anyway, Lee on Twitter, at Nightsun73, says, uh, I built a corona bottling plant in 24 hours honest well you can't just say that and not tell us tell us how why what uh he also says i think the best i've achieved in 24 hours is learning 50 tunes for a dep gig that was taxing oh wow okay so you had to you had to learn the whole back catalog of another bands lee tell us about that as well you can't you can't just float things out like that and and not not tell us uh let's have a look at your emails things i did in 48 hours we'll go with uh john first (laughs) pretty short i destroyed the green shed okay john you're okay john why did you destroy the green shed john was it one of those like famous landmark taxi rank cafe things Did you commit a crime? Okay. Heady says, Dear Jake, when I was eight, 
I once stayed within a giant cardboard box in what we called the front room, as you should, quite right, for just under two days. <laughs> I made eye holes so I could observe people. I sneaked out occasionally for a wee. Does this count? Oh, this absolutely counts. My parents burnt the box to prevent this kind of behaviour. No! That would have been... I would have made a little food flap and passed food to you underneath. Best regards, Hedy. P.S. 35 years later, I was attending a conference in Amsterdam. Haven't we all? And there was a bigger... I haven't. I don't know why I said... Like, I've... I'm not implying Hedy's taken drugs, and I've never taken drugs, and no one ever believes me, because they're like, oh, you, of course you are. No, far too frightening. Like three million pounds of government spending on anti-drugs propaganda in the early 80s. Like, all of that money went on me, but it was super effective. Never done it. Way too scared. And also, uh, it's the Victoria Victoria Wood line. I would have had to have them crushed up in jam. Anyway. When I went to a conference in Amsterdam, says Hedy, uh, there was a bigger cardboard box in the middle of the city square with eye holes too. When I looked through the eye holes, there were two Italian goths with no clothes on, and they leered at me in a suggestive manner. I said, good afternoon, but I felt cheated. It was my idea. Absolutely. Don't let Italian goths with no clothes on appropriate your concepts, Hedy. Uh, you own that. I'm going to get you a new cardboard box. And, and this time you can stay as long as you like. All right. Anyway. <clears throat> a lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jem has been in touch. Uh, good morning, Jake and my fellow apostles. <laughs> apostles. Uh, he says, uh, I've just read this back. And I suspect it's too still for broadcast, so my apologies in advance. Oh, I don't think so, Jem. You've heard the show, right? He says, During the summer holidays, before my final A-level year, that's a funny summer holiday, isn't it? It's a funny time, all of that. I didn't do well with that. Anyway, I agreed to spend several weeks working for my dad's small local firm of solicitors on the basis that it would be good to start earning my keep and have an excuse to avoid doing exam revision. Excellent idea. 
You might think that being the boss's son would have given me an easy life, swanning about while everyone looked after me. Except that it didn't. Fortunately, I'd already made the decision to avoid following my dad into law at all costs. With hindsight, one of the best decisions I could have possibly made, but that's a whole different story. We got time, Jem. Like, there's always more internet. As a result, there was little point in attempting to get me into the business. So my position about the place was very much as General Dog's body. I got to be a receptionist, filing clerk, postman. My lunchtimes were generally spent driving between branches, delivering vital documents, being quite pre-internet. Oh yeah, tea boy. Even a bit of secretarial work, which, as I generally got on with everyone, was quite fun. Okay, that's good. I, I was worried there were going to be like waves of hosting. Oh yeah, the bosses. But it sounds alright. Anyway, however, he says one Monday morning, I arrived to a message to meet Dad at one of the other branches as a storm had broken a roof in a filing shed slash outbuilding. How wonderfully secure. And some boxes needed moving so that the roof could be repaired. When I got there at about half nine, I was led to a grim lean-to in the yard out back. I can see it now. I almost bought something like that. Anyway, which was packed with approximately 110 archive boxes. That's capital R hyphen K-I-V-E. Archive. Someone was like, check it, has anyone got it? We got it. We got archive. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> I was when you see like I don't know the Codfather, and people are like, what should we call? What should we call our fish and chips? What should we call it? What should we call it? What about the Codfather? Yes. Let's see if we can get it. Can we get it? Hello. Yeah, we'd like to call it the Codfather. Can we? Can we? Yes. We got it. We got it. It's the best name. Anyway, sorry, I'll move on from archive. 110 archive boxes, each in turn stuffed with files. The roofer was coming early that afternoon to make a start, and I had to move everything out of the way. I set to immediately, with the youthful energy of someone willing to prove their physical worth, despite my previously described noodly arms and general diminutive stature of five and a half feet. Sounds good to me. I can't recall exact details, but I made the deadline for the roofer, and about 75% of the way through the task, it became clear that the roof must have been leaking for quite some time, as a good 30 of the boxes were spectacularly mouldy and fell apart as I retrieved them from upper shelves, which were significantly above my head, but I could reach with a bit of inventive footwork. Hmm. So I had an additional task to rebox these files. To do so, I had to drive back to the main office, get some more new archives, take them to the branch, assemble the boxes, salvage the relevant files, and put them in the new boxes. What a day you had. I went home at about 9pm and restarted about 7.30 the following morning. Oh, bless it. I finally finished about midday, roughly when the roofer, who'd rightly knocked off at about 4.30 the previous afternoon, had finished his repair. Pausing for the briefest of lunches. Prawn shapers? Yeah. I set about restacking the file room. It was at around 7pm that I was finally pushing the last of the boxes onto the top shelf when, exhausted, I briefly lost my purchase and narrowly avoided three of the boxes, each with 20 kilos of files in. Yeah, I was thinking, like, 
They must have been heavy boxes, like papers, landing on my head. I'd foregone using a ladder or any kind of step, despite my lack of height in comparison to the shelves, because, well, I was a teenager and it would have taken longer. <laughs> Given the rest of the office had gone home, this was, and this was before I had a mobile phone, I'm reasonably certain that, had these landed on me from the height they were at, I might not have seen the morning. Still, I'd single-handedly managed to move, by my estimate, just over two tons of files, twice in two days, and was rewarded the following day with a nice easy task of weeding an office garden. That's my air quotes voice. Garden. Read overgrown yard in the rain. Still, at least there was less mould to breathe in, and someone, someone sympathetic did make me a cup of tea, which I think of... As a win. Love from Jem in Portishead, the town, not the band. Uh, Jem, that's that's a lot to achieve in 48 hours. Well done. I'll still take your uh, things you've achieved in 48 hours. But today's question uh, is based on a metro story, as is tradition. Uh, this is a story about a car that's been developed by Seat, Seat, Sorted whatever they're called. <laughs> um, they've invented a system which lets the vehicles talk to traffic lights so the driver knows when they're about to change colour. Guys, this sounds brilliant. It's the future of the hyper-connected future of driving. Uh, it's Leon car, that's Leon, or Leon, lauded, uh, has been connected to Barcelona's traffic light infrastructure to look at ways of improving road safety, traffic flow, and environmental efficiency. So here's what happens when the Leon, Leon, approaches a traffic light, an alert appears on the screen saying whether it will be red, green, or yellow by the time the car arrives. It's able to download real-time traffic data from the cloud, which is then displayed on its infotainment system. Infotainment? That's not the... F really? Are we... Infotainment? Is that the future? The process, which takes just 300, 300 milliseconds, or 0.3 of a second. Is that right? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a math whiz, guys, as demonstrated earlier on in this podcast. Uh, it's known as V2I, or Vehicle to Infrastructure, where connected cars can interact via an internet connection or wireless local area network. It gives an insight... Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry, I read that wrong. The Metro says it gives an insight into how connected cars in Britain could eventually communicate with traffic lights and control centres. So here's my question. Uh, what would your car say to you if it could talk? And in fact, I'll go even broader on that. What would any of your appliances in your home say to you if they could talk? I feel like my toaster would say something like, Sorry, I can only do raw or burnt. I'm having a bad day. Something like that. My dishwasher would probably say, Please, one quick rinse before they come, because it's disgusting. Uh, anyway, what would your devices say to you? Why don't you let me know? You can email at... No, that's Twitter. You can email... Not today at swanburst.com or you can tweet at not today pod on the Twitters there. And again, if you, I'd love to know if there, if any bits stood out to you that you feel I should stick in my 
entry for the British Podcast Awards. That would be really great. That's pointless, but you have to keep the hope alive sometimes, don't you? Um, I will be back tomorrow. I will be talking about Europe, among other things. Uh, oh, and I'm going to be on Brexit Cast tonight, I think. I don't know. I'm going there. They asked me to go. I don't know what I'm doing there. I haven't written it, but, you know, I've got a train journey for that. So, you know, check that out. Why don't you? All right. Take care. Have a good day and speak to you tomorrow. Bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.